0: Okay, so I'm doing this new thing. And I think this is maybe by the time this episode airs, this is going to be the fourth, fifth, maybe the sixth ideas to implement action steps episode that I'm releasing on Thursdays as a way to just remind you guys of okay, if you listen to the long format podcast on Tuesday, here are the key takeaways, sort of those reminders, those refreshers. They're, these are the things that I want you to go do, right? The super actionable items. So, this week's episode was how to dial in your business to be exactly what your clients want. And we were talking about this idea that you need a tool to give you the inside track on how to build not just a good business, but an excellent one you know, we discussed exactly what it takes to dial your business in to be an ideal business for your ideal clients, right? A business that clients are super duper loyal to. And I likened it to kind of being like a cake, right? Your business is like a cake. There's so many different ingredients. There's so many different things that you need to be doing. Um, But to come up with the perfect end product, you need just the right amount of every ingredient. So this tool today, this idea of getting real feedback and co-creating your processes, especially your planning process or perhaps your client experience process, whatever it is that you're getting feedback on, it's like the baking powder to the cake, right? If you don't do this piece, your cake, your business will fall flat and it will not rise the way you want it to. So if you want to fast track your success, if you want to fast track your referrals if you want to fast track really getting your business keyed in to your ideal client avatar, Tuesday's episode was the episode for you. And for me, it was kind of a vulnerable episode, right? I'm sharing the mistakes that I'm making. I'm sharing how I'm co-creating something right now with my ideal client avatar. And you know, even though my—I don't know what you want to call the efficient advisor. This is my my business, my hobby, my passion, my whatever it is right now still figuring all the things out but you know i'm co-creating some of the products with my ideal advisors the advisors who are like right there on the cusp they're know how to plan they've been in the business a few years they're already really successful and they're going okay now what like i'm going to make it in this business but holy smokes, this thing is running me instead of me running it, right? Those people. So anyway, I got kind of vulnerable and shared how I'm co-creating this product right now and how I'm taking feedback from the advisors going through the program and really using it to craft not just a good program and not just a great program, but an excellent one. And Like I said, for me, it was kind of vulnerable. Like I had to get into the hey, here are all all those mistakes that I'm making. And here's all of the assumptions and things that I did wrong in the beginning. Um, I'm a huge believer in learning from other people's mistakes, although sometimes I feel like a massive glutton for punishment. And I tend to need to make some of those mistakes myself. But I wanted to share some of the mistakes that I made in going into this program and then how I'm actually using this feedback to create super fans of the program, right? When you are co-creating this as a leader and tapping into this idea of self-awareness that we talk about in the episode, you can really create the best end product. So for you, your financial plan, your client experience, all of those things for your clients, if you're getting the right feedback in the right way. Okay. So go listen to the episode if you haven't already, but here are some of the big takeaways from the episode. The action item really is to select one of the four different ways that you can collect feedback from your clients and put it on the calendar, start doing it. So we talked about building out this advisory panel. So a board of directors for your practice. And doing it in a group format. And I shared a bunch of different ways that you can structure that. We also talked about taking out top 10 clients on individual luncheons and you know how to kind of structure and set up those meetings. We talked about how to do an email if you've got a very specific thing that you're looking for feedback on. Um, and we also talked about in meeting check-ins and how to ask for feedback from your ideal client's In the meeting in a way that feels good to you and feels authentic and feels good to your clients. You know, your clients want to participate in your success. They want to see you succeed because they want you to be there in five years. They want you to be there in 10 years. They want you to be there when they're going through retirement or their kids are going off to college or whatever specific type of planning that it is that you do. So they want you to be successful. So why not loop in these most ideal people and give them some skin in the game and give them some empowerment to help you create this thing? It's a win-win for everybody. It's a win for them because they're excited, they're involved, they're helping you do this thing, and it's exciting for you because you are getting real, real feedback And it's important that you actually do something with it, right? So, you know, we talked about in the episode coming at it with your hands, not palms together, praying that people are just going to affirm you (laughs) and tell you that everything you're doing is perfect and great, but to really come at it with palms open and up, right? Ready to receive the gift that feedback truly is. And there's so many different types of feedback. So we talk about getting the right feedback from the right people and getting deep enough by asking that why, like a toddler, right? Five layers of why to get to the actual root of what it is that they're trying to share. And then compiling all of this data and making real change in your business. And we talked about what to do if the feedback feels authentic to you, if it doesn't feel authentic to to you, what do you do if you have like some external outliers? Um, and maybe not all the people agree. We talked a little bit about how to handle that. And I'm going to be in the efficient advisor community here over the next couple of weeks. Got a couple of vacations and stuff coming up. But I want to talk about building this advisory board. I want to talk about getting this feedback and working through any of the mental blocks that you have in doing it or as you start to implement this idea and as you start to get feedback from your client's Um, what to do with it, especially if you have conflicting information. So like I said, I am here to serve. I want to help. I'm going to be in the Efficient Advisor community on Facebook talking about it. So if you're not in it, please, please, please join us. But really the big action item of the week is to pick one of these strategies and to give it a go and put it on the calendar, schedule the meeting, dream up what your board of directors or this advisory panel is going to look like and reach out to some of the clients that you think might be a really great fit and get some feedback from them. Send the email, do the thing, get into a rhythm of receiving consistent quality feedback from your clients and it will forever change your business in amazing ways. And this is truly how you get so dialed in that your service is indispensable. So that's all I've got for today. Looking forward to connecting with you guys again next week. The long format episode is so good. I'm so excited about this one. It's with CPA Stephen Jarvis, and he helps, he's a CPA that helps financial advisors figure out what the heck do I do with these tax returns that I'm collecting from clients to actually add tons and tons of value to their financial picture, even if they're just a typical W-2 employee. So make sure you tune in next Tuesday. You do not want to miss that episode. Bye for now.